Hello, I am Ash Anthony. I'm the host. Nay, I am your host. It's personal here. I am your host of pulling myself up by the bra straps. We talk about getting yourself up out of the gutter. Sometimes making the gutter a little cozy because you know you're not going to get out of it anytime soon, but we're working on the pulling. And the funny shit that happens when when you have to experience that and along the way. I am so glad that you're here. Honored, in fact, that you chose this podcast to listen to. So let's get right the fuck into it. Hello. I'm so excited. I am probably going to say that about 37 times in this episode. I haven't counted, obviously, because I haven't finished recording it. We're doing it right now, you and me together in this moment. But... I'm 90% sure I'm going to say I'm so excited about 37 times. So if someone counts that, maybe we should make it a drinking game. I don't know. I'm releasing, well, I'm releasing this at 7 p.m. on a Friday, so it could be a good drinking game. Regardless, I don't know if you know this, but I'm so excited that you're here. I have been talking about launching a podcast for a hot minute. And if you follow me on Instagram, love you long time, baby, because I've been talking about this for the last two weeks. Essentially, it's like the only thing that I post when I do post. So I'm really glad that my attempt at marketing on Instagram worked and you're here. If you stumbled upon me just through the world of the internet, that's insane. And I would be honored to know the rabbit hole that you went down to get here. So please send me some sort of message, whether that's by carrier pigeon or Instagram DM. Um, The directions to do both will be in the description of this podcast. But in case anyone's new, I'm Ash. Surprise. And here's like some fun facts about me. We're going to keep it quick and to the point. I was born and raised in Florida, but we don't claim it. We don't. We absolutely are not Florida man. We do have some crazy stories to talk about it. Like, um, the time that there was like a lot of hullabaloo about the fact that everybody was doing bath salts and we had to get an education in our curriculum at school about not taking bath salts and what will happen, including eating a person's face off. That's life in Florida. So that's why I don't claim it. I now live in the district of, I was going to say the DMV, but when I first moved to DC, everybody and their mother was calling it the DMV, which makes sense when you live around here. But for a newbie, I thought everybody was just talking about the Department of Motor Vehicles. And I was really confused on why we were jazzed about the Department of Motor Vehicles. Like, what's happening? Like, is that just like cool in Florida? We hate it. So I thought when we moved here that I was really excited about it. And then one day I was driving and a beautiful radio host, because at the time I did not have a cool car that you could listen to your own music. I had to listen to the radio like a peasant. I heard a radio host be like, DMV, District of Columbia, Maryland, Virginia, we're here for you. And I was like, oh, I'm just stupid. So to make sure that nobody else felt stupid, uh, we're just going to say I'm I'm living in D.C. now. Um, I did just move in with my partner. I've lived in D.C. for a hot minute, like almost 10 years. Was supposed to be for six months, so that's even more wild, but we'll talk about that later. I just moved in with my partner. Also kind of wild. Uh, If you knew me before D.C., so BDC, um, you're really surprised by that information. Maybe even if you've like known me or if you're someone that I've like gone on a date with. Wow. Uh, 
you're gonna be that's a plot twist the plot thickens that i'm living with a partner but we are uh we're living together with our eight dogs yes i said eight the number that is after seven and before nine i was gonna make a joke about seven eight nine but that didn't really make sense the way that i phrased it so anyway uh eight dogs six of our own as a duo and then two fosters because i'm a little rescue crazed and in my last job that was a rescue, super toxic, uh, really not a good vibe, not a good vibe at all. We're still going to need some therapy for that one for the next couple of years. Um, but in in my process of leaving, I was like, fuck you, I'm taking the dogs. Uh, like I was in some sort of soap opera. And I we literally adopted one, two, three dogs in the last like little bit of us being together or a little bit of me being at that job. So one of those fosters is actually from there. And then I was like, hmm, that's not enough. And I took out another foster who now has cancer in her leg. Hot mess. And we're leaning into it over here. Uh, chosen family, that's the fam bam. We don't do like blood family here. Um, if you have one of those, good for you, baby. Good for you. But we don't. And by we, I mean me and my partner. So it's a real plot twist that we're just like, kids running around without parental people because the parents are out on a date. We're just like having ice cream for dinner and fucking cereal for breakfast. I guess that's what you're supposed to do, but <laughs> you know what I mean. Um, as a result of the fun things that made me not want to have familial support, I also have BPD and I'm just going to get that out here right off the bat because we'll talk about that a little bit too, because I didn't actually know that I had BPD for many, many moons. Like I knew that the things that were happening were not great and not normal, but it took forever to get a diagnosis. So if that's something that you're like really feeling, we'll talk about that at a couple episodes down the line. The fun stuff that's not so heavy, like we don't talk to our family and we have BPD. Um, I also have my own business outside of this podcast. So if you're an entrepreneur, an entrepreneur, uh, or a founder, a CEO, run a business, want to run a business. I run a business development company, so I can assist you. On top of working full time, I also work in tech, like for a large company. Um, I feel like one of those TikTok girlies that's like, work in tech today. You don't need any skills to do so. That's not really true. You do need some skills, but those skills can be really just about anything to work in tech. And somehow I landed a job in tech um that lets me have a business and a podcast like all at the same time wild work-life balance and i will almost always be drinking coffee so expect this level of excitement did you know that i'm excited about this podcast expect this level of excitement all the time like i'm just on caffeine like it is like a drug in my veins um always <laughs> Anyway, I digress. So those are some fun facts about me. That wasn't actually super quick. I mean, I really could probably talk for 80 years about myself. So I guess that's what this podcast does. <laughs> that's funny how that works. Anyway, I think what we really need to discuss is how weird it is to start a podcast. Like, I am so excited to be here. <laughs> that wasn't even planned. I am so excited to be here, but... I also have no idea what I'm doing. And I'm going to tell you that right out the bat. Like, I really am excited to share a very weird list of ideas that I have that I want to share. But it is just that, a weird list. So there is no lineage. This isn't like it's a financial 
podcasts where it's like, first, let's talk about saving. Then let's talk about investing. There's no rhyme or reason to this. Unless we treat this like a therapy session in which I talk about my childhood first, which we'd lose a lot of people right away. But unless we started like childhood, there's no schedule to this. So the reason that it took me this long to launch this is because I've just been lamenting about like, what is the first episode going to look like? I mean, no one tells you there's no rule book. There's no handbook of how to make a podcast. And there are definitely creators that have like, you can buy my handbook to create a podcast here. And I'm just like, I'm not paying $500 for your thing to tell me just to lean into my niche. I, my niche is insane person that has pissed off the universe a couple of times and had to pull herself right on out of a fucking gutter. Like that's not a niche. That's just Ash Anthony, you know? So to qualm these anxieties, I am going to launch two. So today, this episode that you're listening to will also have the second episode launched right afterwards. So if you're listening on July 15th, you can listen to the second one right afterwards. I'm assuming that if you're listening to this like months or years down the line, that would be wild. But if you are, the other episodes are also available. But I just was like, we're not going to pigeonhole ourselves. We're not going to launch one episode and then make people wait a week for the second one. I have hopes for this podcast of people getting some laughs and chuckling along to themselves, having a good time. And definitely want people to feel like they could take something away from it, right? Of maybe they're not alone or somebody else experienced this weird funky thing or somebody else can talk about this weird funky thing that I went through because, you know, somebody else needs to hear it. Like, I just hope that that's what people get away from it, but we got to get there first. And that's what I'm hoping the two episodes will do is like ease us right on into that so we can keep on rolling. That kind of leads me to my next point, which is... I'm just in this space that I'm embracing the notion of like, you're not late to your own life. I'm sure that if you are in any way, space or form, like on Instagram, TikTok, social media of some sort, you've seen that because I feel like it's making a, a comeback right now. But this notion of you're not late to your own life really hit me because I always have felt like I've either too late to something like I'm too late to the podcast coolness like everyone and their mothers released a podcast or that I don't know enough to do it right like I'm not old enough I'm not experienced enough whatever you want to say to launch something or to do something and in this case a podcast and I'm just like fuck that you know why it's your life baby you can't show a blade to your own shit absolutely not you throw a birthday party and you show up at eight o'clock and you told everybody to be there at seven. Well, they missed the memo. It started at eight. This is the same thing. Like you dictate your life. I dictate my life in every way that I can. There are some things that we don't get to decide that happen to us, but we do get to decide what we do with that, right? It kind of made me think about this time when I was a kid that for extra money, my mom would let me clean out her closet, which we didn't know then, but I eventually became a stylist that did that for a full-time job. Shout out to Trunk Club. Um, but anyway, as a kid, I would like literally clean out her closet and just organize it and like move things around for the change of seasons, which is a joke because Florida doesn't have season changes. And one day I was being an extra bit of nosy and found this. I don't really know if I would call it a, a note, but 
like a letter, I guess, to my birth father, which is a plot twist because he was not involved in my life as a kid. And I don't know if this is a carbon copy of a note that he left. Yes, this not existed back then. Or if this was a note that she did not send that just like she held on to. But this shit literally was addressed to my father with like my mom's hopes and dreams for me as an adult. I was probably like seven or eight at the time that I found this. And it was dated 96, so a year after I was born. 90s babies. Um, So dated a year after I was born. And by the age of six, seven, eight, I was not doing any of the things that she had been hoping. But now as an adult and leaning into this space of you're not late for your own life, I really was thinking about this letter that my mom wrote to my dad and let me tell you here are some of the high the high points of this note number one i would be something in the science field like doctor scientist or maybe a lawyer we weren't really sure yet she was too young to tell i was only one when this was written so we weren't sure which one of those fields i was going to go into it was going to be one of those three And on top of that, I was going to find a really great husband that would take care of me and um, that I would have a plethora of children. Furthermore, after a certain age, I would live with my mother and take care of her until she passed. And let me tell you that I didn't do a single one of those goddamn things. I am queer as all shit. And while there is a very good chance that I will date a man, they're not going to be a cishet man, cisgendered heterosexual man. Uh, So not really ticking the mark because I can pretty much feel with certainty that my mother didn't intend for me to be dating anything except like some sort of cishet man named like Jack or Harry, you know? Anyway, I also couldn't be farther from a lawyer or a scientist or a doctor. Like there's no part of my body that would want to be those things. So much so that when I was in college, I failed the same exact same chemistry class three times. Like same teacher, same time of the day, same curriculum, same test. Not a single goddamn thing was changed. It was like a memory game that I failed every fucking time. So when I went into the Dean's office, at the University of North Carolina, Wilmington, I literally was looked into the eyeballs and said, we're just going to remove the requirement of the science class as long as you promise to never do anything in the sciences. And I said, hell yeah, baby. I don't want to do anything in the sciences. Are you kidding me? Uh, Also, children, like they're great and I love the children that are in my life, but that's not for me. Like, we're a dog mom through and through. Uh, And I'm definitely not going to be taking care of my mother in her old age. We don't speak at the moment due to some unforgivable things that she's done in my life. So we're, no, I tell you all of this because can you imagine if I had like lived through, lived that, if I saw that at a young age and was like, well, that's it. Life is decided. I am going to pick from one of these three careers 
and guess I got to go find myself a man to marry and got to take care of my mom when she's older, even though, well, that's probably not the best idea. Like, can you imagine if I had listened to that? Arguably, if I did, I would be so fucking late for my quote unquote life. But like, that's not my life. This is much bigger than just building a podcast or having enough experience to build a podcast or even having enough shit to talk about on a podcast. But like, if I lived my space as if I had to listen to what other people decided or what other people were doing because we were the same age or from the same type of family or the same demographic or whatever, I would be worse for, what is that phrase? Worse for wise. I just wouldn't be doing well. Like that's just not going to be it. We're just leaning into being messy. We are a messy queen and we're proud of it. And while it pains me, we're also leaning into just not knowing what the next phase is. I used to be the person that had a five-year plan. I could tell you what I was going to be doing the same day that we were speaking five years from now. Career-wise, person-wise, animal-wise, like fucking what I was wearing. I could tell you all of it. I have absolutely no idea what's going to happen tomorrow. Like I have absolutely not. Like I am just no longer living in a space that I have to know everything and just accepting that we're doing something really fucking good right now. If the worst thing that happens from this is that a couple people that are in my sphere that I already know get a hoot and a holler out of this random podcast episode that I launched, that's fucking fine. That's okay. This isn't like a wild idea or some sort of like, you know, wise wisdom from Ash Anthony. This is just literally what I hope and what of thinking, what do I want to get out of this podcast? And I just like hope that people will just start to lean into their messiness more, lean into not knowing what's happening and which is so fucking hard speaking from experience. If that's all you get out of this podcast and some laughs, then maybe we're doing it right. So like I said, the second episode is already launched. If you got drunk because I said I was too excited about this podcast, well, I'm really excited about this podcast, so take another shot. Um, but the second episode is already launched, so you can go listen to that. And I promise I will have some more laughs. I won't be as serious as I am right now, although mm, there's always going to be seriousness in the episodes because that's just how life is, right? Um, but we'll talk more. We'll have some laughs. We'll have a damn good time. And uh, I'll see you there. This was Pulling Myself Up by the Bra Straps. I'm Ash Anthony, and I will talk to you soon.